3-0-1. The redirect. Oh, it's such a happy sound. And I think we're in springtime now, too. Um, and ironically, ironically, just so happens it's spring, and Google does its first big core update of the year. And what does that mean to your business? If you've been following um, Chatter online, and uh, if you're waiting, you're waiting all of your way through all of the Chat GPT and Bard and all these other aspects of uh, AI generation of everything. Um, that means uh, Google uh, does these updates, some large ones. Uh, on a regular basis, and they announce them. And this is one of the big ones. Um, and it's going to take a little time for it to play out. But today we wanted to talk about what this core update is and what's going to be coming next and how to look at things and uh, kind of how to sort through it all. And uh, we were able to just uh, get some time together uh, from the busy person, Mr. Gary Jones, who manages the SEO department for us here. Gary, are you there? Are you snowed I in? I am, yeah. Pleasure. Pleasure to be here. For once, not snowed in, no. <laughs> well, pretty soon it's all going to melt and be nice and sloppy and muddy for you, as it is going to be here in the land of Detroit. So mm -hmm. this March update uh, has kind of been a shaker. And I think I want to start off, we can go, we're going to go into a little bit what it's about and what we're seeing and what it kind of means, but... I think the important part for everybody here is uh, it was released on the 15th and uh, stay calm because it does take at least a good two weeks, as we've seen historically, for the rankings to kind of shuffle and truffle around, meaning uh, I like to say like a uh, water, sediment water, maybe like in a fish tank, it kind of gets all muckied up and it takes a little time for all that sediment to fall through. And then you can actually see what the results are, so to speak. So... Um, on my end, I'm seeing a lot of doom and gloom. A lot of people are having a lot of changes over, but uh, I think we're going to walk a little bit through about different things of uh, how, to, how to view doom and gloom and what really uh, to get realigned with your goals. So Gary, why don't you kind of spit out some of the things I was uh, listening to you talk about the other day? Yeah, so um, I think this has been a... Um kind of a brutal realignment for a lot of industries um it's hard to say like how many like to make a list of those industries that have been affected but i think it's it, it's a broad sense and i don't think it's really been um not industry specific it's, yeah it's not i, I don't think it's connected to that yeah i think i think this is very broad it's very um it's very uh kind of expansive and i think um for me, from what I've seen, from the information I'm gathering from it, um, it's it's an update that is looking to, uh, I don't know if it's looking to keep people in their places, but I think this is going to be an update that really affects um, companies that focus in, on a lot of different items. So I think if you're... If you're Define in items. What are items? Well, uh, Parcels of so land? If, if, <laughs> so I think if you're if you're a company that offers lots of different like services, say, okay. so um, if you're a company that offers a lot of different um, items, or if if you say Products? a great example would be yeah, say 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 I mean this is an example, but say you're a, a media outlet and you cover lots of different subjects, I think you're going to see just as an example 
you may be up on your um, breaking news section, but you will be you might go down on your film or your movie review section because um, Google doesn't want such broadness. It wants you to rank for a, a collection like a cluster of keywords, and I think this is uh, the, 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 this kind of change. These changes started. I think years ago, and this this next this latest update is just the next in in line to um to to kind of like streamlining that if that makes sense. Like I think a lot of people have seen um, some brutal realignments connected to their keywords, um, simply just being cut out of some keywords but being boosted on others that are more core uh, to their um to their main business. Mm. Okay. Well, I think there's um, a number of ways to uh, to really view this in a lot of ways. As I started off in saying that I believe you need to just take a chill pill, and uh, that's hard to do for some people. We have clients that um, we're used to getting um, more sales or more lead generation, and some of that has kind of dumped and dropped off. And so I think it's important to know that, A, you're not alone. Misery loves company, right? Our happiness loves applause. Um, but also to know that you need to have a strategy that's ongoing. Everything is tactical beyond that point. Strategy uh, really amasses to goals. What are my goals? What do I want to do? I have a website up because I want to rank number one and I want to get a ton of business because we sell the best product at the lowest prices and have the best customer service. Hence, that's everybody out there, right? Um. I think you need to keep in mind uh, data points that you want to be measuring. Uh, look at analytics. And of course, you've already made that transition over to Google Analytics 4 because UA sunsets July 1st, as we're told. And I think it's going to be held off a little bit too. But get used to GA4 and setting up your dashboard in there. So analytics, what is that telling you? Um, historically, you can look over month over month, year over year, and then over the past, uh, I, I like to go like six to eight weeks to kind of look at some of the, the trends that are happening there. And then I like to overlap that in a third-party tool. Um, our agency, we're preferred to work with SEMrush. They collect a lot of data uh, as a good uh, data set for a third-party to have some comparisons with. They also track and annotate all the different updates that are happening. So when you look at that data over your competitors in keywords that you are trying to rank for, it's going to start to make a lot more sense to you. So you have that initial shock and awe reaction. Um, and let's say it's positive for you, okay? Because I have talked to one or two people that they've had positive results from this. Uh, but positive means uh, a number of different things. That's subjective too. Is that just a better ranking, more traffic that's coming in? I go deeper and say, are you getting conversions? Are you getting calls? Are you handling those calls or those sales? Are you you know, meeting the desires uh, of the outcome here to make it very positive for you financially, obviously? Um, that's a whole entire business aspect that people need to kind of wean and call through. And then from there, I guess, uh, overlap that and look in Search Console. And what is the health of the site? What has been the amount of impressions and that you've been found for? What type of clicks are showing up? How's those varied and changed? And you're going to want to do this for a couple more weeks. So I would go that four, eight weeks uh, in front of this update and then you know proceeding as many weeks as you can following it to see where that's shuffling and what's making a difference there. And then that talks a little bit more about site health condition. So you have your overall um, 
code makeup of your site. Uh, what is that user experience that's going on there? Mobile user experience, where are your users coming from? How do they interact with your site? And are you, are you playing into that? Um, uh, the speed of it in which it's being served to them. Um, what am I missing, Gary? I keep talking here. You you have ceased to interrupt me. Are you here? <laughs> <laughs> I think... Um I think this is like you were saying. I think it's a really good time to kind of assess or reassess where you are in terms of like um, content quality, in terms of like you're saying, like your user experience, your core user experience. Um, we all know that Google's really, really hot on how fast it takes a page to load. Um, I think there's loads of like, I think if you're just a user yourself, though, if you, there's just simple things that you need to make sure that you're doing right and you're uh, doing in a kind of uh, quality way as well. Um, things like if you're a company and you're uh, appearing first on Google search, but you don't have that meta description under your link, um, is that going to affect people's uh, trust for that for that? Right. Um, for that link because if everyone else has a meta description and you don't and you stand out that's not that's not the way you want to be standing out so i think it's a really good time to kind of um look at everything and like i say reassess where you are um and if that's a flag to you if that's a flag to you as well you have to sit there and think oh i'm actually getting some really good benefit to this and it's actually there's an aspect here that's blatantly uh, missing, and how much longer am I going to hold that position because this is a mark against me? With the missing meta yeah, description, right, showing up in a SERP. Yeah, it's a super simple thing to to fix. It's just an example, and it's a super simple fix um, that you can you can have it done in a day. But it's just something, just little things like that. They add up, and um, they might not be connected to your SEO strategy themselves, but they might just be things that maybe have flown under the radar for a little while and um, this would be a great opportunity for you, like you were saying, to check all your data so that you know what's going on, how you're impacted um, in terms of GA4, uh, Google Search Console. You could, I mean, th- there is a lot of data to be swimming through as well, but say your impressions, um, they're supposed to tell you, you know, how many times people are seeing your links and everything like that. I mean, that could be a really simple way over the next six to eight weeks to see uh, have my impressions been um, uh, affected badly by what, what by what's happened in March with uh, Google's latest update. Yeah, there's a lot of facets that are going to play into that. Uh, things a lot of uh, a lot of businesses don't necessarily take in consideration. Let's use a metaphor. Let's use a parallel. Uh, Let's talk about accounting and business health. You have a bookkeeper um, or you have a trusted financial source that manages your payables and your receivables. All right. And then you have someone, if you are doing any type of loans or any other type of financial management, you're obviously going to be working with a trusted advisor, probably someone third party. You may have people inside your office that are helping with that, but you have a third party you're hiring to look over those things. And then possibly on a yearly basis, you do some auditing and you do some reconciliation of how well those things are being handled and where you're missing opportunities or tax advantages, uh, or where you could be changing the books around, or where you could be billing different, or where you could be adding charges here and there. Or you, how, how, What is the financial health and what are tactics to the overall strategy of making you more money? So 
it's a good time to probably think about doing an audit, even though you might have people internally that you trust. Um, maybe you don't. Maybe you're questioning their judgment or their capabilities, their knowledge base on doing so. Maybe they need to work with a partner or they need to do some more training to look a little bit deeper. And again, point things out that it's sometimes it's hard to see the, the trees through the forest. Is, is that the saying? It's some, something like that. Um, but, you know, even as uh, going into the aspect of uh, you, you might have lost some of the rankings of things that you, uh, some of the happiness you've been accustomed to. But maybe your crawl budget's off. Maybe you don't have a good page experience on mobile where Google can see inside of Search Console that you're getting a lot more users that are coming in via mobile and they're bouncing. They have a different type of behavior on your site specifically. And maybe it's time to get that considerations of that third party that maybe it's time to rebuild the site or modify it or clean it up and make it faster so that Google can index it better. Maybe you have a bunch of product pages that are continuously being indexed that are just very, very low margin. Um, They don't get enough orders. They don't really add a a bunch of apples to to the barrel. And you might want to trim and modify some of that and sculpt your uh, your indexing so that you can crawl some of the more happier pages or ones you'd like to be found a little bit more for. And that might tickle Google's algorithm a different way to give you some positive outlook on things. Sure. I mean, spring cleaning is something that, you know, apparently happens in, 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 in this time of year. And <laughs> I think it's a good time to think about that for, for your website as well, because when you use when you use a third party tool and they're crawling your site and they're seeing things like, you know, basically, you, you know, you might have gone through the year and you know you're picking up one or two errors. You know, this page has a H1 tag when it shouldn't, or you know, there's a few images being uploaded without the alt text or the correct information, and it adds up and it adds up, and then one of these updates comes out, maybe it's a good time if you have been impacted to use, you know, look at those, that information from an audit and see how many errors you've, you've kind of built up because it's kind of inevitable that you will need to have a spring clean at some point for your site and just, you know, kind of rearrange the furniture and make sure it's all, um, all pointing in the right direction and, and doing what it's supposed to be doing, you know? Now, Gary, well, a lot of people do have websites, that is a thing now where a decade plus ago, 15, 20 years ago, that wasn't, it was kind of a luxury and a thing people wanted to have. Um, a lot of people have a site and they're wondering what they should do now. Um, or do they jump right into ads? Obviously Google does this, um, public facing alphabet will say, we do this to ensure the integrity, um, cause as technology changes and new websites are added and new pages, Millions upon billions of pages on a daily basis of new content is being added to Google to crawl. And so how do they sort through it all? And then how do you hold the test of time? Um, For someone that's just a smaller business, maybe they're doing a couple million dollars a year. That's still a small business and they have a web presence, but uh, they got kind of knocked off. So Google would probably suggest um, or a lot of agencies, we would suggest as well, digital marketing and looking to compensate with some type of paid ad campaign to start focusing on driving some more targeted uh, customers or interest that comes from Google search over to your site. And that also can happen inside of Meta, which is going to be Facebook and Instagram. Um, And you can even go further into other third parties as well. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, well, I, I mean, from my standpoint, I, I'm always going to be biased to you, you're going to want the best, your best foot forward. And I think, um, you know, spending on, on, on an ad budget makes sense, especially with Google, because, um, a lot of the time you'll see that, um, a lot of searches these days come with one or two, maybe three ads before the, um, organic stuff pops up, but you can, uh, you, 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 the thing is, you can never tell what's going to happen next. You, 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 can, you can never know what's going to be the next step in Google strategy or um, things like how things will be redeveloped on a UI system or anything like that. So I think it's always worth making sure that your website has looks the best it can, is focused on the keywords that really matter, and has quality content that is useful because Google doesn't provide a lot of like feedback on all of, all of its updates, but what it always says is it wants your content to be useful and reliable. So um, for me personally, I'm always going to say, make sure your website is useful and reliable. Um, I think uh, you, you can use all kinds of strategies as a band-aid, but you're always going to want a core strength to, to your website. Yeah, so build content that your users actually want to read. And um, if you're, let's say, as an example in the financial sector, and it's about um, commodities and changes that are happening with different currencies or weather with particular commodities, say like soybeans, um, and and buying futures and stuff on that, you're going to want to probably read more detailed reports. Um, There may not be a lot of volume for those things, but the type of user that you're targeting um, that's going to be a better conversion because they're really searching for that type of information. And that might be a more higher ticket conversion item for you uh, or someone that's part of your newsletter that you would be selling products to and whatnot. So you have to continuously put out the right produce for the season, uh, for the time of year and the time of day that people want to come in and buy that they're looking for. Don't make them dig for it. And if you're going to have a bunch of old fruit or old product on the shelves, obviously the people that are putting out the newer stuff, it's going to have more attention. And that is the way Google historically wants to show content to the world. Um, And they're going to play for that. Um, We talked about digital marketing and advertising and buying placements. And as Gary mentioned, um, you're going to see a lot of search results. Uh, One, two, three. Um, I've seen as many as four and then some on the bottom of the page uh, when it wasn't limited with sc- uh, scrolling um, that are encompassing organic results, but then also uh, the knowledge base. So you have questions that are being answered. You have map and local-based businesses. You might even have a shopping fee that's inside of there with uh, the merchant center. Um, that's a lot of decisions for people to make. Now turn that into a vertical screen as someone is scrolling along. Uh, what's going to make yours stand out? So that title tag, that quick meta description that's specific, uh, that's going to hook people on to stay over. And um, again, go back to your analytics, and I think it's time to do a deep dive. And you can get deep into the ditches with it, but an overview on it's going to probably be really big. And look at where you're getting in regards to organic, direct, and then look at like social referral, email, and, and so on and so forth. And what type of engagement is that traffic doing on your site? And use a lot of your different um, sorters in there, uh, like the channel group sorters. What are those? What are those referred to in analytics, Gary? I forget what GA four. Yeah, you can use things like channel groups and stuff, right? 
Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I would use, like page titles and screen class. And- yes. I also encourage you to need to also look in analytics at pages and screens and then landing pages and then also the types of devices. And that's going to give you a good idea of some different user personas or customers that are coming to the site and how each of them are interacting. And I would imagine you're going to see a lot of similarities, but some very distinctive differences on how each of those shop. And now you're going to have to take that data and do something with it. But it should all be starting from the fact of what am I publishing that is good and relevant and not over-optimized that this type of customer base wants. And that should help you win the race. So continuous publishing of that really good, helpful content. Um, something that um, something that Google points out as well is that um, different pages can be affected in different ways. Um, they they when when you're looking to review your own kind of performance, um, they also talk about look at the pages that are performing the best on your site, and that can be. In, in, you know the engaged sessions are higher for that page the bounce rate things like that bounce like the huge. the yeah i mean it, it depends what, what what metrics are most important to you but it also says look at pages it are some of your pages doing better than others and if so why and if, basically try and replicate that so if one if, if you have a couple of different pages and some seem to be performing at a worse rate and there's no reason for it, then um, you need to kind of try and bring them all up to speed. But I think it's interesting advice that they're pointing out there um, because obviously you would think that all your pages would, would run at a similar kind of speed and, and everything in terms of quality, but it's still worth checking to see if, if one's doing better than the other, how can you replicate that success for the rest of those pages as well? Yeah, there's going to be bias, right? It could be any. Uh, it could be a team page, and people are looking up at the CEO, or they're looking at the um, visually appealing, um, you know, office person that uh, is yeah. younger and has a lot of LinkedIn views and, and other things, or is out there very active on doing things. It's important to understand those sources that are inbound and why. And if you're looking to placate off of those, look to you know look at some type of a tactic to replicate that in a lot of different ways. Um, so again, it's going to take a little time to figure out if you're a winner or a loser in this scenario, but by all means, a lot of people are considering what's going on. Um, another thing I would still advise to be aware of and look into a little bit more is AI generation of content. Um, you probably want to dip your fingers into that a little bit. We did a podcast a couple weeks ago in regards to that and kind of explained out the differences and how that's being utilized in a number of different ways. And you're going to want to uh, probably go back and listen to that a couple episodes ago to get a better understanding on it. Um, we are participating in utilizing of that in a number of different ways, uh, carefully and slowly and selectively. And you don't just want to um, be a college student, a freshman, and just have you know the AI rewrite or write your entire 1800 word uh, you know uh, story that you have to turn into your. Uh, physics class about a, some type of a topic because there's generators out there that are actually going to rate those to determine whether or not it's it's AI, uh, yes or no. Uh, so that's not going to be the entire solution to publishing content, but I think it can be a helpful tool for you. 
And I guess uh, that, you know, it, it, all, all in be all to if you're at that point and you're having more questions uh, that are not being drawn into answers, then you may want to engage with an agency or a individual that's out there that can do an audit and point out a lot of these things to you and regurgitate it back to you uh, with points that would be important for you to take in consideration that are going to listen to the concerns that you do have, your wants and your needs and explain a little bit more back to you uh, in, in a way that's going to make sense, that are going to give you some actual items to jump into. Isn't that right, Gary? Yeah, I believe so. I think if you're in a position where you found yourself to be a loser after this... Um, you Nobody know, are losers. There's lose. no losers. There's just people that don't <laughs> win. <laughs> that's the way that goes. <laughs> <laughs> 